0: There is nothing better than getting breaking news during a sports day, and we just got some that you need to be aware of. Get this, Sean Payton gets traded. Why? Because he was still under the rights of the New Orleans Saints, gets traded to the Denver Broncos. More on that in a second. Right now, that is Dave Hellman, NFL insider. He's going to give you a lot of information on this trade that you must hear. This is the brilliant Joy Taylor. Very bright today. I like that outfit, Joy. Eagles all-time Russian leader, LaShawn Shady <laughs> McCoy. Two five two live I'm Emmanuel This to speak, but enough about Let's get to the nitty gritty. Sean Payton goes to Denver. Sean Payton, remember what he did with New Orleans. He won a Super Bowl, brought New Orleans a Super Bowl in really shocking fashion. He coached Drew Brees. Drew Brees, a runner-up for MVP, not one, two, three, but four times over the course of his career. Now, Sean Payton to Denver being finalized is the information we have all been waiting to hear. Uh, going to be that new head coach. Bring us on camera. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. Let's discuss. Russell Wilson was the biggest disappointment in the National Football League this year. Fair to say? Yes. Fair to say. Russell Wilson, the biggest disappointment in the National Football League this year. Dave Hellman went on record, and I agreed in saying that Russell Wilson is under more pressure than any other player in football, regardless of what happens this offseason. He's under more pressure. He got a quarter billion dollars from the Denver Broncos. The Seattle Seahawks, they received first-round picks in exchange for Russell Wilson, and Geno Smith outplayed. Russell Wilson, Geno Smith going to a Pro Bowl this year. Russell Wilson having statistically his worst season in his illustrious career this year. So now the most important thing really in football this offseason is, can Russell Wilson be fixed? Mm. That's the question that everybody has to figure out. Can Russell Wilson be fixed? But get this, if there's one person to fix Russell Wilson, it's Sean Payton. Why do I say that? Jameis Winston, y'all realize, was 5 and 2 under Sean Payton. Jameis Winston, who in 2019 had 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Then in 2020, he sat out the whole year. Yeah. Then by 2021, under Sean Payton, he went 5 and 2 as a starter. But forget about Jameis for a second. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater in 2019 was 5 and 0 under Sean Payton as a starter. Teddy Bridgewater in 2017 sat out the whole year. Teddy Bridgewater in 2018, he only started one game, but by 2019, under Sean Payton, Teddy Bridgewater, 5-0 as a starter. But forget about Teddy Bridgewater. Let's talk about Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill played quarterback at BYU, but he was most known for running. How do we know this? He went undrafted. Green Bay Packers picked him up. But after the Green Bay Packers let him go and Sean Payton gets his hands on him, Taysom Hill, 7-2 as a starter. But forget about Taysom Hill. Let's talk about Drew Brees. Drew Brees gets discarded by the Los Angeles at the, no, San Diego at the time, Chargers. Well, Drew Brees didn't pass the test, doesn't go to the Dolphins. Sean Payton gets his hands on him and just a few years later wins the Super Bowl. And as I mentioned, Drew Brees, a four-time runner-up for NFL MVP. If anybody can fix Russell Wilson, it's going to be Sean Payton. The second Sean Payton gets his hands on you, whether it be Taysom Hill, whether it be Teddy Bridgewater, whether it be Jameis Winston and obviously Drew Brees, you have success. The greatest success you've ever had in your career. So Russell Wilson, you needed a magician and Sean Payton showed up just in time. Dave Hellman, let me come to you. You've covered the sport 10 years now. You know more about football than really any person at home that hasn't played the sport for sure. Break this down for me. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, Can Sean Payton fix Russ?
1: If anybody can, it should be Sean Payton. And that's why, honestly, it's surprising it took to this point because I almost feel like Denver didn't have another choice, especially when other candidates that had been here and done that took their names out of the hat. Like maybe you go after an established head coach like a Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn decides to stay in Dallas. Joy's been saying this all season. They needed a guy who had been here and done this, been a head coach. Like this isn't a proving ground For a guy that's never had this type of responsibility, who's never overseen a team, let alone an offense. Sean Payton has the pedigree. I mean, you just you you how you just listed off all those accolades when this news just broke. Way to go, buddy. That's amazing. (laughs) Sean Payton has the pedigree. He's won the Super Bowl. Sean Payton, you could argue, is the archetype for what we look for in an NFL head coach, a successful one. The relationship that he had with Drew Brees To woo him to New Orleans when he was an injured quarterback who maybe hadn't been disappointing in San Diego but certainly was not the guy that we grew to know. And he brought him in and said, we're going to build this offense around you. We're going to play to your strengths. And we know what happened with the Saints after that. And that, to this day, is what most teams look for. It's like, who is an offensive-minded head coach who can come in, identify quarterback talent, build an offense around the guy, and make him successful? Andy reads another one. I'm not saying Sean Payton is the only guy that's yeah. ever done this. But Sean Payton was so successful with such a disaster of a franchise. Let's be honest. Yep. I mean, the Saints might not have been long for new Orleans without Sean Payton and for him. So, I mean, the, the pedigree speaks for itself. Obviously we got to see how it plays out, but if there is a man with the pedigree, the confidence, the football mind and, and the clout, I mean, think about what Sean Payton will mean to that locker room, to Russell Wilson, to anybody that plays for the Broncos. There's only one or two coaches working in football right now who have accomplished more than Sean Payton. So I almost feel like Denver didn't have a choice especially when you consider the resources that that new ownership group has. When you got Walmart money, you got a swing for the fences, and this is a swing for the fence for sure.
0: Shady, I'm going to ask you how excited the players should be about Sean Payton arriving in Denver momentarily. But, Joy, what's your initial reaction to this breaking news? Because it is a big deal.
2: Well, congrats, Coach. This is what happens when you can pick where you want to go. Sure. And it is Walmart money, so they're, they're not going to cry broke. So so we're going to get a nice contract, which she deserves. I think this is great news for everyone involved. I think this is a great space for Sean Payton. Outside of what has happened this year, the Denver Broncos are a respected franchise. They're a well-run franchise. This is not a place that we think of as dysfunctional. They have championships. They have standards. Their fan base has standards they expect to win. And that's a good place to walk into. And Sean Payton has the clout kind of more importantly, to walk in there. And if it's not successful, we will not lay it at the feet of Sean Payton because, Uh as you mentioned, he has a long resume of production and success with guys that have gone other places and not have that same level of success. So this is the perfect situation for Russell Wilson. How it will work schematically, not sure yet. I'm sure we'll dig into that more throughout the show and over the next few days because Russell Wilson is better off script, but I think that mm-hmm. if anybody can find a game plan, design an offense, and put pieces around him to get the best of whatever Russ has left, which, I mean, in my opinion, he still has it. I think this year was a disaster for a multitude of reasons, and Russ wasn't good. But Sean Payton will be the person and is the person and the, per- the best person available no. to fix him. So if, if you are the Denver Broncos, particularly with what you invested in Russ already – you got to double down. You can't just bail out now. So the the picks or whatever, don't even worry about that. Because at this point, you've already invested so much in Russell Wilson. He's going to be here for so long because of that investment. You had to go out and take a big swing. And I I love it.
0: Shady, you're good at going off script. So because of the urgency of this news, let me keep you off script. Where do you want to take this conversation? What's your initial thought? What's the first thing that came into your mind when you heard of it? I I love it, though. I'm so happy for, for not only just the
3: Broncos getting a really good coach, elite coach, a proven coach. But for Russell uh, Wilson, Wilson, yeah, like he find like a good what, what, what a what a coordinator, a guy like Sean Payton that can really teach him like the fundamentals. I, I think we get so blown away by the plays that Russell makes, yep. but he's never really on script. Where Sean could 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 give you both off script, on script. Now think about this, like all all the offenses that he's been a part of, you never really see them have struggles on offense. Taysom Hill, you yep. talk about him. With the Bucs. This is where we're at the elite Bucks. And, and they were having issues with the quarterback position. And he was playing. There's no way they're gonna beat us. They beat him, found a way, running the ball, c- keeping the, the, the third downs, third and twos, third and ones. Like having a coach like that is it, it, is it takes so much stress off the team, off the offense. When you walk if if I'm a player and I'm going back to, I don't know, a couple years ago, and they, they tell me my new head coach is Sean Payton, I'm like, oh, for real? You're excited. You get the juices going again. Now you feel good about being a Broncos player again. And they can't wait to get out there and compete against the Chiefs, against the Chargers, because now we got our, our, our type of Andy Reid. And Sean Payton, I
0: mean, come on. If you ask for a coach that can really save Russell Wilson, Sean Payton. Break this down for the viewer at home when you said our type of Andy Reid. You played under some of the most brilliant offensive minds in the history of the NFL. Now, some lasted longer than others, but say what you will, you're drafted to Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a brilliant offensive mind. Chip Kelly comes in there. You play under Chip Kelly for a couple seasons. We have to give him respect as an offensive mind. We have the number one offense in Philadelphia in 2013. So we have to acknowledge that. You play under Andy Reid again. You played under Bruce Arians. No risk it, no biscuit. You won two Super Bowls (laughs) there. Sean Payton has Super Bowls in his own right. How excited are the players when they hear about this news? And why does that head coaching position matter? The biggest thing is confidence. No matter who's up at quarterback, right, second string, third string,
3: hopefully it's the first string, you have confidence. We got our coach, uh, uh, Andy Reid, like you talked about, Bruce Arians, Sean Payton, that we always will have a chance, right? So if, if we do stay healthy, and then again, football, people get hurt, you know, people get banged up. It's a contact sport. But we always will have confidence. I think with Sean Payton, if you look at his resume, and look at his team, especially with the Saints, I mean, there's, there's games that they won that they shouldn't have won. Yeah. I, even, I even take you back a little bit. So, with Drew Brees, we all know Drew Brees has been his superstar quarterback because that's what he really was. But there was a time, right, our, our last, my last year with the Bucks, we won a championship, Drew Brees was not Drew Brees. But Sean Payton and him found a way to get a game plan where – because Drew couldn't throw the ball deep no more. That, yep. It was over, right? They would have games where he would come in and play a lot, and then Jameis Winston would come and get some plays. That's a, small, a smart coach, right? So, a quarterback that's not playing the same level he used to play at, the elite level. Yep. He can't throw the ball over, what, 60 yards, 50 yards, so we're not going deep no more. Finding ways to make a guy like Mike Thompson, uh, Thomas. People forget about Mike Thomas, right? Michael Thomas was a dog, and I think that he really succeeded. in that offense, I could keep going with different players. So now as a a player, when I have a coach like that, the confidence out the roof. Now now I know I'm going to get my my, my plays. Jerry Judy, he know he's going to get his. So I'm excited to see what, what
0: this team looks like. Well, give us time to gather our thoughts. We literally just got this breaking news. When we will return, we will give you more on it. But what you need to know, Sean Payton, he won his division four of his last five years in New Orleans. And the Broncos is a very competitive division that is his for the taking. We might talk Burrow. We might talk Payton. But you want to be here to see what we talk about. That's next on Speak. We're going to be talking. We're going to be talking case you have not heard Sean Payton finalizing a deal to go from the Saints to the Broncos now remember what you haven't been told Sean Payton had the, the Saints had the rights to Payton yeah. so they had to trade for Sean Payton they gave up a first round pick I believe it is the first round pick they got for trading away Bradley Chubb so it should be roughly the 29th overall pick in the 30th. first round yeah. 30th overall pick in the first round why is this hugely important Russell Wilson 200-plus million dollars is what the owners and what the Broncos gave him, and he had the worst season of his career. But if there's one person who can fix them, it is, in fact, Sean Payton. Dave, why is Sean Payton the guy? You you lived in New Orleans. Sure did. Lived in New Orleans. You were there when they won the Super Bowl. Best night of my life, Best honestly. Not, and he's oh, had some wow. good nights. LSU? Oh. But, all right, don't, don't make me pick.
1: They both <laughs> happened in the Super Bowl. You have a Saints
0: tattoo or just the LSU? That's, that's a good point. All right, don't, don't make me pick. They were, <laughs> they were both great. All of that being said, you know a lot about this decision and why it is so important. What does Sean Payton going to the Broncos mean? Why is it such a big deal? Well, again, the
1: resume speaks for itself. If you're watching this show, you know what Sean Payton has done. Let's be honest. But the thing that I love about this is that Sean Payton, and this is the mark of a good coach for me, Sean Payton knows how to adapt his offense for the talent that he has. This is not a guy that's going to be like, this is my system and this is what we're going to do because I'm Sean Payton. He's gonna say, all right, what do we have to work with? We've got Russell Wilson, he's got mobility, he works better off script, but he hasn't been so good at that recently. Maybe we gotta get him back into a more time-based scheme. What do we have? We got some good receivers. We we can work with that. Jerry Judy's still here, KJ Hamler's still here, Cortland Sutton is still here. Like we can work with this. It's it's funny, you know. Shady was talking about late-era Sean Payton and Drew Brees, which is what we remember. But if you follow the Saints or follow the league, like the the number of mutations that the Saints took, they were a vertical passing game. Vertical, yep. When Brees got there, they had Marcus Colston and Devery Henderson. You had your deep shot guy and your back shoulder guy. Then they kind of had a down period after the Super Bowl, and then they reinvent themselves with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. They're a run-first team. They've got two backs. They throw a lot short in the passing game. Sean Payton has made it work with all-pro tight ends like Jimmy Graham. He can adapt his offense – to whatever it is. That's, that's what is so encouraging to me is that this isn't a guy that's like, okay, how can I make this fit to what I like to do if he's still got his fastball? And I think he does because yeah, he, he Sean Payton was making it work with Taysom Hill. I mean, and not just like at quarterback, but everything else Everywhere. too. Like Sean Payton is going to take what's on hand and turn it into at least a competent offense, if not a downright very good one. And there's plenty of talent in Denver. We know that. Maybe Russell Wilson isn't what we remember from even three or four years ago. I still think he's good enough to be a competent quarterback. He showed flashes of it this year. And I think Sean Payton has the wherewithal and the experience to adapt what's on hand to make it workable. That's why I think it's so good. Joy, I know you
0: have more on your mind. We literally found out the news at 129 Pacific time. The show started at 130. So now that you've had 20 minutes to digest the breaking (laughs) news, um, what do the viewers need to know about all this?
2: Well, Dave said it earlier, I've I've always felt that the solve for the Broncos was somebody who has a lot of head coaching experience. When you have a a situation that's gone as badly as it's gone for the Broncos this year, I mean, 5-12, and worst offense in the NFL with a quarterback that costs $250 million and had massive expectations. I mean, we had expectations of this entire division and it fell very short, but by Far and large, this was the biggest disappointment in the NFL this season. You can't give this to the hands of someone who's going to have to come in, fix all that, and learn how to be a head coach. I know we like to think that head coaches don't do that much, but they do. Even when they're walking, their walk-around head coaches do a lot. So to, to have the experience and the resume to be able to walk in here like Sean Payton is huge for this organization because there's so much at stake with Russell Wilson. This was, this was not a, a past year like what happened with Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Ain't no past years when you're making that much money. Nope. So this is, a, this is a desperate situation. And Sean Payton is the perfect guy. And it's so huge that they were able to land him. Keep in mind, there were some other teams out there who were very interested in Sean Payton. I remember yesterday when nope. Kellen Moore was hired, I said I think this indicates that they're not moving on from Brandon Staley with the Los Angeles Chargers because this was a place that he was, you was know, a, rumored all season yeah. to go. So for the Broncos to be able to land him, I mean, he's, he is the whale, you know, to mm. be able to get him in the building and working with Russell Wilson and not having to learn how to be a head coach and knowing what the resume that he brings and the creativity that he brings as an offensive mind. Now, now you're, you're full speed ahead. And, and what it does most importantly is it will answer your question about russell wilson is russell wilson washed i don't think he is but after this year we will have our answer because sean payton has the resume the extensive resume to show that he can fix anybody
0: well let's go ahead and prepare for how much pressure is on russell wilson um telling y'all producers because that conversation needs to be had (laughs) here in about 30 minutes shady coming to you coming to you let's talk ball let's talk ball when chip kelly showed up in philly um i showed up a month later, you were already there with Andy yeah. Reed. So you have the knowledge of Reed, You have the knowledge of Chip. Letting the viewer in on head coaches, Chip changed everything from where I came from. I came from Cleveland, right? Just letting y'all know how important a head coach is. All of a sudden, at practice, everything is fast. In the weight room, you have times to everything is timed. We have smoothies uh, in in the weight room after. We have go-karts on the football field so defensive players can practice a receiver going in motion without having to utilize the legs of another player. Like, the head coach changed everything. Yeah. The year you won the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, Sean Payton didn't just beat you once. Yep. He beat you twice. Twice, yep. Yep. Now, you got revenge in the playoffs. You beat Sean Payton en route to winning a Super Bowl, but he beat you twice. He did. And y'all had a better team. Y'all had Tom way Brady, amongst others. Yeah. Why is Sean Payton so great? I just
3: I think that the, the first thing is just he's so smart. Like, and he's competitive. You see him on the sideline or you've him mic'd up, he's getting after his players, superstars, right? And and most of the the, the, the the big time coaches, they have the ability to do that. Where a superstar player can be coachable. Where certain coaches that's not proven, and like Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, not to even come at him, but it's like if he tells me something in a certain way, it's like, I might hear you. You he might come out of this air. It might go out that air. <laughs> Where a guy like Sean Payton or Andy Reid, like, yeah, okay, my bad coach. Yes, sir. It's a respect level. And I think that he demands respect everywhere he goes. And another part is people are excited about this. Yeah. I'm sure when the Chiefs got Andy Reid, right, when they fired him from Philadelphia and he got the, uh, the Chiefs, they were excited. They went. They did well that that next year. Yeah, they did. Same thing in the playoffs. They pleasantly the long time with the playoffs. Same thing with the Broncos, right, Sertan and, and all them guys over there. Um, Courtland Sutherland, they, they hear that Champagne's that in the building. Yep. They're excited that, that, that the, the community's excited because they know what he can bring. So I, I think when a player or when a coach like that comes in the building, it's a different respect level. And, like, you want to do well. You know that we trust this coach is going to lead us there.
0: Think about this, viewers at home. The NFC South, that's the division that the Saints are in. Correct. Yep, yep, NFC yep. South, the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, in 16, 16 17. 16, yeah. yep. The Panthers yeah. went to the Super Bowl 15. in 15. The Bucks went to the Super Bowl 20. in 20. Mm-hmm. So that was an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly competitive division. Right. Well, jump to the AFC West. The Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs got Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. They're in the Super Bowl right now. The Chargers got Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are trying to figure things out, obviously. But the Broncos are in an incredibly, incredibly, incredibly competitive division. Yeah. Of all the coaches that have coached 200-plus games, Sean Payton has the ninth-best winning percentage in the that's history right, of the NFL. That's amazing, man. It's amazing. But what that means is if they struggle, Russ, it's on you. We'll talk about that more momentarily. But the other urgently breaking news I just found out, D'Amico Ryan's defensive coordinator for hey. the 49ers is going to the Houston Texans. Hold, uh-uh, hold the applause. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, you don't like it? I don't like it. Can we say congratulations first? Congrats.
2: Hi. Six-year deal.
0: Congrats on the bag. Congrats on the bag.
2: Yeah. (laughs) We got to read the rest of the bag. Congrats
0: on the bag. Congrats on the
2: bag, Miko. Uh,
0: Miko literally like a big brother to me, former teammate of myself, former teammate of LaShawn McCoy. He was a linebacker in Philly. So when I was there, a young pup trying to figure out how to learn and who to learn from, me and D'Amico had several conversations about life, about faith, about ball, an incredible human being. Congrats on the six-year deal, D'Amico. That means it's a lot of money. Here's why I don't like it. Uh-oh. The Texans hired David Cully two years ago. And from Andy Rees tree. Hired David Cully, but it was weird, right? Remember Deshaun Watson said he wanted a black head coach? Yep. Next thing you know, they hired David Cully. Wide receivers coach for the Ravens, if I'm not mistaken, at the time. Kind of an odd hire. What made it even more odd, they fired him after one year. Yeah. Cut to, okay, we got to figure out who to hire. Got to figure out who to hire. Where are we going to go? Where we going to go? Where are we going to go? Oh, we got a defensive coordinator on staff. I believe that's who Lovey Smith was. Again, we're doing this all off top of our head because uh, we got the breaking was. news during the course of yeah, breaking news. Was. So I apologize if I'm wrong. Okay, we got to find somebody, hire Lovey Smith, defensive coordinator. Okay. He gets fired after one year. D'Amico Ryan's is going to a team with a completely empty cupboard. Yeah, you don't have a quarterback. You don't have the number one overall pick because you won the last game of the all season. Right. You needed to lose.
3: So they had the two or
0: three. You got right, second so overall okay, pick. Okay. You got a really good running back, and you don't have oh, any real like stars on defense. No, they don't. No galvanizers. Even when the Texans were meh, yeah, mediocre, you still had a J.J. Watt to hang your hat on. Okay. Uh, even when the Texans were, were mediocre, we still had a Whitney Merciless to hang your hang your hat on. Yeah. In his prime, like you still have some guys. I don't like it shady because not all money's good money. Okay. All money, money. But it ain't all good money. Not all head coaching jobs are good coaching jobs. Talk to me about how you feel about D'Amico. So going to Houston. I, I like the move. And you see, it's a
3: six-year deal. Yeah. So, so first of all, he was a big hire. Everybody wanted D'Amico Ryan. True. He was hottest thing on the market. Well, probably him and Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. But my thing is this. When he goes in that meeting, that's the first thing he's going to say. Listen, I see that you hired your last two coaches. They were black coaches. Thank you. Thank you. But you <laughs> fired him after one year. How would if I take this job? How would that change? Cause listen, it's an interview that y'all want me. Mm-hmm. So now I'm gonna tell you what I want. That's why I gave him a six-year deal. So i think in six years, he can turn that thing around. D'Amico, listen, you've been a, 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 a teammate of D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. So have I. There's no better player that motivates his guys than D'Amico Ryan's. He plays defense. I play offense. Why am I talking to you before the game? <laughs> he would get me so hyped up, right? And, I, and so when I see the success he has with the 49ers, I'm not surprised. He puts that type of work in. I love the move. I love the hire. You're in a soft div- Ah, let me not say that. Their, their division's not that good. Manageable. Yeah. Manageable. It's one of the weaker divisions. It's one of the,
2: the- weaker divisions.
3: <laughs> All right, I can say the thing. See, OG gonna let me know that. Anyway, <laughs> it's one of the weaker divisions in football, so you have time to grow. I do think that D'Amico Ryan's in three, two years, three years, he's gonna put some players together, draft some guys, make some trades. And the, the, his, his, the way he comes off, I think building that type of chemistry, building that type of, um, 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 karate with the guys in the locker room. Yeah. They
0: might put something together. I'm glad you don't mentioned the picks. Them. They have the Cleveland Browns first round pick over the next two years, if I am not mistaken. Cleveland? Yeah, the, the Texans or the, the Browns. I mean, pick. I don't think they're going to be one anytime soon. Joy, let me come to you. Instant reaction on this breaking news. D'Amico Ryans to Houston. Love it, hate it in between. How you feel?
2: I love it. I'm a shady. A six-year deal changes the conversation. Uh-huh. Six years. And if you don't want me after three, you got three years to pay me. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm cool on that. Yep. Anything less than that would have been a, a, a bad choice. But D'Amico knows what he's doing, yep. and he's absolutely right. You're going to fire a coach year after year? All right. You're going to have to tag some extra years on there if I'm coming because I can go smart. anywhere. Yeah. He was the top candidate outside of Sean Payton this year. He's got the number one defense in the league. He's obviously a culture guy. That's his reputation. And in, and he's played, he played in Houston for six seasons. So he, he knows this area. That's he knows true. this that community. Yeah. I think this is a great hire. I understand the – I understand the pushback on black coaches getting opportunities where they're set up for failure. In this situation, the cupboard is empty, but you are going going to get a quarterback in the draft at the second overall pick. Now, it wasn't the first overall pick, but you're still going to get a quarterback with that pick. You still have other picks available to you. You have a six-year deal, so you have some runway to build up your roster and and reinvent and truly put your stamp on this organization. Because that deal is so long, like – that they're, they're going to have – he's going to be there for three years. Unless it's a yeah. complete collapse and goes just catastrophic, he's going to be there for at least three years. And if you are a good head coach, you should be able to make some changes within those three years. And culture is the most important thing for Houston. Houston has no culture, has no identity, has no stars. So D'Amico comes in with his first opportunity to put his whole fingerprint on everything in the organization and really set the tone there. I I think it's a great move for him, and and especially because he has some history there.
0: Here's why I am weary, Dave Hellman, and maybe because I'm more biased because of my relationship with D'Amico. It's oil and water. The Texans had uh, their former owner um, said that you can't let the inmates run the prison. Oh, he did say that. Former owner. That was crazy. Um, Then Jack Easterby. Who is he? Google Jack Easterby, you at home. He was like the team chaplain, not chaplain. Kind of acting as a general manager, not general manager. Google him. Go, it's, it's like, yeah, uh, it was the, the biggest sure. enigma in all of sports was a man named Jack Easterby. Literally, look it up after the show. Watch us. Um, then <laughs> you fire Coley. You fire Lovey. So the Texans have no idea what they're doing. And then you bring in D'Amico, who is the most one-sided, streamlined human being I ever met. Ever met. It's oil and water to me, Dave. But well, what should that tell you? And first, uh, there's the, the,
1: uh, the former owner. Cal McNair is the owner now. That was his dad. His dad passed away, so ownership has changed. Even though it's the same family, Easterby's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And w- and I'm guessing here. I've never met D'Amico Ryan's a day in my life. But if the most sought-after coordinator in football, who passed up on jobs last year, takes this job, what does that say to me? It says that like this was not the Texans just doing whatever they wanted. This was D'Amico Ryan saying, "I'll come." If you promise me that this little sideshow is over with, and I mean, it's a six-year deal. That's my one concern about D'Amico Ryan's taking this job was what you just illustrated. You know, David Culley only gets a year. Lovey Smith only gets a year. Six-year deal? I, it's easy for me to imagine D'Amico walking into that interview and saying, I'm not them. I've been the best DC in the league for the last two years. I'm not, I'm not grateful for this opportunity. I'm I waiting you for go. the right opportunity because mm-hmm. I have earned that respect. And the Texans giving him a six-year deal, to me, says they're on board with that. They know what they've been through the last few years. They need stability. They need good coaching. I love it if I'm right about that. And I bet I am. Because, again, D'Amico Ryan's already sat out of a hiring cycle. Right. He already did it. So I don't think he'd be afraid to do it again. Real quick.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead.
1: They're poised to – They're poised to fix this thing quickly if they do it the right way. It's not just that they have Cleveland's first-round picks. They're picking five times in the first two days of the draft this year. First two days, that's the first three rounds. Those are the money rounds where the ballers are. They're going to pick five times. Then they've still got multiple first-round picks next year. They can get their quarterback. They can restock their defense. They already weren't – they were nowhere near as bad as the record indicates. We talk about that all the time. They gave so many good teams – Tough games. They yeah. took the Cowboys to the wire. They took the Chiefs to the wire. I think D'Amico Ryan's could turn this thing around pretty quickly with the resources you know what that a ball they have.
0: But here's here's why I don't like it. Here's why I don't like it though, Dave. Um, you think about all of these good things—a six-year deal—that don't mean nothing to me in pro sports. And maybe because I'm jaded by it, I've seen a lot of big contracts be voided after two years. We saw six-year deal Cuff with Kingsbury.
2: your first year coach,
0: Cliff Kingsbury.
3: Still, no, 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 Go no, no. Go ahead. A six year deal in their first year as a coach. You see that? This is like
2: a Matt Rule type of deal. Matt had what, seven years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and he he was there for three years. But here's why it
0: doesn't mean anything because we saw this, we literally saw this less than a year ago. Cardinals got Cliff Kingsbury extended till 2027, y'all. And it's Cliff. This 42. I'm saying your
3: first, your first year, your first year, your first contract. You're talking about extension. Yeah. Your first year, we give giving you the keys. We have a new coach, they give you the keys. Mm-hmm. Chip Kelly was the best example. Yeah. Whatever, I don't care what they say. You gave me
0: the keys. And he got two. He got two good ones. And I what mean, was, he, and what was his deal? What, a six-year deal? Probably a five. I don't know, but yeah. I know I only got two. He didn't make it to but a third. Playing out, out.
2: Paying out three years is different than paying out five years. Mm-hmm. They have to pay him for six years, regardless that's, of what yeah. happens. I under, I guarantee know, the moment that the, signed. There yeah. you go. Any the signature whatever, however they do it, six years of payment is happening. Money. And that's a lot of money, especially to pay someone not to coach after you, you are already probably paying other people. So you even paying I'm two just, coaches, though.
0: I'm just, I'm not, go, I'm not going to say it's a, good to, it's a good move based on that.
2: But to Dave's point, and, and you two know him personally, he seems like a serious person. Yes, he is. This was his choice. He could have chosen a lot of options. He had options. He had options last year. So I'm going to trust a place that he obviously knows, played there for six years. He has experience in that city. They, they are a, a team that needs a full rebuild anyway. They bring in a guy who's a culture guy who has a resume, has experience in the city and in that organization, and all of those picks. And he was a dog. Let me go. He
0: now, was don't, to mention I too, a defensive rookie of the year yeah. coming He'll out. Plays, He'll play his highlights. In okay, there. let me let me say this I, real quick, Cuz you do have to go to commercial. Let me think about this. Okay, the NFL teams that made the playoffs this year: um, the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, OG mm. defensive-minded coach. But then you got the Niners, Shanahan, offensive-minded. Uh, Brandon Staley, he almost got fired, defensive-minded. Then you got Doug Peterson, offensive-minded. Uh, Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, offensive-minded. Sean McDermott, defensive-minded. Uh, you got Brian Dable, offensive minded. Zach. You got Kevin O'Connell, offensive-minded. You have Zach. Harbaugh, and then you have Zach Taylor, offensive-minded, plus Andy, Andy Reed, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Offensive-minded coaches are in right now, Dave Hellman. Yeah. Like they are, I believe it was the David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, said he wanted an offensive-minded head coach because of the way the rules are right now. Offensive-minded head coaches are in. Last year's Super Bowl, I believe it was offensive mind, three. offensive mind. The last three was yeah, last saw. three yeah. Super Bowls. Offensive minds, they're in right now. I don't even know who I want to come to this, but Dave, I'm going to you because I always go to you with my off the top of my head football questions. How do you feel about it, knowing that it's really offensive-minded head coaches that are winning? I, and D'Amico Ryan's a defensive-minded coach. For those who don't. I know hear what you're
1: saying, and I, I've always I lean toward wanting to hire that type of coach. But number one. You I mean, it's kind of like the draft. Like, do you do you ignore the best player available just because it might not be what you want? You know, like at a certain point, the value outweighs the situation. And I mean, this is arguably the best coaching candidate available, especially with Sean Payton going somewhere else. And then on top of that, Houston needs so much. You know, this is a team with no identity, with very little in the way of premier talent. They need a guy that can just come in and, like, mold and inspire a locker room. I I think it's a great hire. Just based on what I know from watching his team's play and from watching y'all talk about him, a roster full of young players that don't know how to win, I would imagine would feed off of this guy tremendously. And if he makes a good offensive coordinator hire?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it comes down to the offensive coordinator hire when you have a defensive coach. I think defensive coaches can still have success in this league, but they have to have a strong offensive coordinator which I think he will hire.
3: I would imagine. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy too much into that. Because, like, even, like, the, the good offensive teams, like, like the Niners, mm-hmm. right, their best point is defense. The Eagles, I love the Eagles, but their best point is defense. Mm-hmm. And they offensive coaches, head coaches, so... I don't buy too much into
0: that. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, coming up, there's a lot of breaking news. We are glad that you are here for it. Hopefully you're learning. We're going to keep you up to date on all of it. Sean Payton, he's officially heading to Denver to coach Russell Wilson. But then how much pressure does it put on the man who was a Hall of Famer? Then some say he lost his status. How much pressure is on Russell Wilson? That's next on Speed. You Definitely going to say, let's ride or no? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get back to the breaking news. If you have not been updated let me update you Sean Payton one of the best head coaches in the history of the NFL has gotten traded. From the New Orleans Saints to the Denver Broncos. Why was he traded? Because remember, he retired. Thus, the New Orleans Saints owned the rights to Sean Payton. Well, what does this mean? Russell Wilson, nine time Pro Bowl Russell Wilson, now has a brilliant head coach to try to lead him back to the promised land. The most disappointing player in all of sports this past season was Russell Wilson. The most disappointing team in all of sports this past season was the Denver Broncos. This is no small deal. We cannot overstate how huge a deal this trade was. Russell Wilson's under a lot of pressure, though, y'all. He's under a lot of pressure. Because if the Broncos struggle again this year, it's not Sean Payton's fault. Can't be. Teddy Bridgewater was 5-0 under Sean Payton. Jameis Winston, after not playing the year before and having 30 interceptions two seasons before, was 5-2 under Sean Payton. Taysom Hill. Undrafted Taysom Hill was 7-2 under Sean Payton. And Drew Brees, well, he's a Hall of Famer under Sean Payton. He won a Super Bowl under Sean Payton. He was a runner-up for NFL MVP four times under Sean Payton. So, Russ, if you struggle, it ain't Sean Payton's fault. It's officially your fault. Well, the Denver Broncos had so much hope going into the season because of you, Russell Wilson. So now, once we've eliminated the variable in question, Nathaniel Hackett, he's not here. He's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets. Now that we've eliminated that variable in question, all eyes are on you, Russell Wilson. All eyes are on Russ. I think about it like you got to I think I said this before last year. You got to separate to arbitrate. You got to separate so you can arbitrate. Who in the world is at fault so I can really arbitrate who's at fault? Shady, if two people commit a crime and both people may have been at the scene, well, we're going to put one in an interview room and another in an interview room separately. Right, right. We got to separate the factors so we can figure out who in the world is really at fault. Russ, hack it. Y'all are separated. Now, Russ, we've combined you with one of the most brilliant offensive minds the game has ever seen. Shady, I'm coming to you. You are a six-time Pro Bowler. Uh, Three time All Pro. I might, I might have given you one extra one. Did I give you one extra hey, one? Hey, man, listen. Man. <laughs> I got all pros, bro. I got all pros. Man. pros, got all, pros. all first teams. He's a two time All Pro. First team, though. Put some respect on his name. A two time Super Bowl champ. You know what it's like to have pressure. A lot of it. How much pressure is on Russell? Oh, my
3: God. It's so much pressure. Like, this is the most pressure out of any other quarterback in the NFL. Seriously. You add the money, but then you add his resume. Put that together, that's why the Broncos went out there to go get him. Yeah. Now you bring in one of the best offensive minds he's ever had. He's had big success in the past, right? Now you bring an even better and bigger offensive mind together. If he doesn't go to the playoffs, it's all on him. The thing you hack it, that was the excuse. It was him, it was him. I even made that excuse. Russ can't be that bad. Russ can't be that bad, mm-hmm. right? Now you got, you got Sean Payton, it's time to ride for real. So I truly believe that, that we will get the old Russ back. Ooh, hold up. Might even be the better Russ. I think now you get an of mine like this where you might get them plays that's on time. You get some better schemes. Uh, one thing about an offensive coach or any coach, it has to get the best out of a player. I think that Russ has tremendous talent. I, I don't think he would be that good for so long and then it just disappears, right? I see a 40-year-old man going out there every week. Still looks solid in mm-hmm. to- mm-hmm. Tom Brady. So, look, I love the matchup. Get a, a great of mine with a really good quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback, that is. Russell, bring it home, dog. Um, Dave, I'm Don't coming let to you me down. Quick.
0: I just thought about this. I just I thought will about call you this. out. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't say that. Imagine now what all has been given up for Russell Wilson. I might need your help, Andy. Andy is our lead stat person a off lot camera. Of, it's a
1: lot of stuff. Um,
0: <laughs> because the Seahawks, the Broncos gave up a first-round pick in 2023 and a second-round pick in 2024 to the Saints. Mm, yeah. But it's not just that. They only did that to fix Russ. They only did that to fix what never should have been broke. Right. Like, think about that, 2-5. That's crazy. Russ never should That's have a been lot. broke. Yeah, right. So we already gave up a first and second-rounder to get you, Russell Wilson, from the Seahawks. Yeah. Two first-rounders and two second-rounders the Broncos gave up to get Russ from the Seahawks. Then, Russell Wilson, we got you and you happen to be broke. And now we got to give up another first and another second.
3: They sold into them, though.
0: I like that. Hold on real quick. I like that because now
3: you're putting all these chips. And they got a lot of chips. Lot all of them. these chips, you're putting it all on the table. And they betting on
0: Russ and Champagne. So I love that but move. But here's my thing, Joy, is if you buy somebody a gift and they open up the gift and the gift is broke. Oh. And now you got to go to the store and immediately spend more money to fix the gift after you just spent two firsts and How two seconds you... on the gift. How much you
3: love him now, That's the that's question. Not, hold on. How much you
0: love him now? That is the question. <laughs> that love is different. Joy, pressure on Russell Wilson. All in all, it sounds like three first-round picks and two second-round picks. That's a lot. What's the pressure? Well, I mean,
2: all the pressure, the most pressure. I keep thinking of the analogy of being down in the casino. Mm. That doesn't happen to me because I take this much money out, and if it's gone, You got a limit? Won, you got a limit. We had our fun tonight. The, the Broncos do not they have a me limit. actually at the bar. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going in more, but that's what it is. They're trying to gamble their way out of it. You guys have done that before.
0: All day. Yeah. All day. True story. I'll tell later.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't have that experience, but I know people do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, ain't you know, and that's tell. what
2: feels like it's happening right now. And sometimes you get out of it. Sometimes. And sometimes you don't. You don't. You don't. And in this situation, it's going to be, it's, it's gonna be somebody else's fault. It's not gonna be your fault mm-hmm. if you're the Broncos, because they are gambling, they're putting all of the chips in on Russell Wilson, which they should do. Because you already you already gave up enough. You can't bail now. Yeah, this is just not the situation. All the pressure in the world was on Russ last year. This year, it's. It's even worse because we had all these expectations and we saw how bad it was. And it did cost people their jobs. Like, whatever you feel about, you know, shouldn't Nathaniel Hackett have been fired or whatever, he has another job now, obviously, but that stuff has consequences. People mm-hmm. move their families, people move their kids, other people got fired. Like, it's it's not a small thing when things fail that much. There's a lot of ripple effects th- for that. People spent a lot of money on uh, season tickets and did not get to enjoy their football last sure. year in Denver. <laughs> like, That's true. There are, there's a lot of people who are have very high expectations of the situation and when you make this much money when you have these expectations when you're the star that you are with russell wilson and you get the respect that it's not your fault it's the coach's fault yes he has more pressure on him than anybody Mm -hmm. in the league
0: dave i feel the pressure i I don't know (laughs) if this is correct but in totality this has to be the largest compensation package for a quarterback in the history of the nfl because it's going to turn into three first round picks and three second-round picks. Mm. It's going to turn into, if I'm doing my math right, the first in 2022, two first in 2023, a second in 2022, a second in 2023, and a second in 2024 because of the trade today for Sean Payton and Dixon. That's that's a lot. Dave, you've covered football for a long time. You know about the pressure on Jason Garrett because you covered the Cowboys. You know about the pressure on Dak Prescott. But this is a whole nother world. How much pressure on Russ?
1: Well, you know what's funny? I'm all, all of it, all of the pressure. I think Joy already said that, but the funny thing is, this is this is unprecedented in the sense that a quarterback struggling doesn't usually look like this. You know, like we talk, like we're like, oh, Dak came up short this year because they won 12 games and only got to the divisional round. Aaron Rodgers, they went eight and nine and lost on. They they missed the playoffs on the last game of the season. Tom Brady, eight and nine, didn't look good in the playoffs. That is struggling for a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. That's not what happened in Denver. They were atrocious. Like, they stunk up the joint. If they still had their pick, they'd be picking in the top five. (laughs) Seattle got a top five pick out of this deal. That's how bad the Broncos were. And Russell Wilson, I know he dealt with injuries, but he was there for the vast majority of it. And that's what I think makes this so interesting is we've never seen – the bottom drop out this deeply on a good quarterback. Like, again, you go back to Aaron Rodgers struggled before his back-to-back MVPs, but it didn't look like this. It was like, oh, yeah, maybe you're getting older, but, I mean, like, we were having debates and, and legitimate questions about if Russell Wilson was still a competent quarterback. And it, as recently as 20 and 2021, he was part of the MVP discussion. it's it's unprecedented territory and that's why i don't blame the broncos for doubling down on fixing it because i mean you've already committed the resources so if it doesn't work out you're going to be bad regardless and then i think you gotta i don't think anybody legitimately believes that it's truly that bad and that's why like i i applaud them for taking this swing because you got to find somebody if he is capable of being fixed you got to find somebody that can do it but if 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 it doesn't work out how could you say it's on anybody other than and Russell And you
3: know why it's even more added pressure is because when, when they were trying to pick a coach, I'm sure they went the Russ, who, who you see out there you might want. You can't give a guy that much money and don't get no input on what he thinks and what he wants. He probably said, I want Sean Payton. He's probably the best offensive-minded of coach out there for me. So now you bring a coach for me and you add on them trades and them picks? Ooh,
0: that's pressure. Shady, how long? How long will it take to get fixed? That's the question. Like, you brought – you were very gracious to Russell Wilson. I believe you and Joy were both like, hey, it's a five-year deal, six-year deal, give him time. But at the point in which you've given up first-round picks that are balling. Okay. The Denver Broncos traded away their first-round pick, number nine overall last year. Seattle Seahawks drafted Charles Cross. You know a lot about Charles Cross. You studied him in the draft. Tackle. Great player. Good player now about to be a great one.
3: How long will it take for Peyton to see? That's the point where it it gets interesting because – you have a grace period because you got a contract, B-b-b- but but mm-hmm. the issue is when you start giving them all these draft picks. Well, like, hold on, man, hold on. We had a number five pick this year, you said, Yep. and then last year was nine. Nine. So now we need results. Now yeah. we gave up all them, them draft picks that was that, that's becoming good players and become great, like you just talked about with Cross. So we need results now. And what if that's you- that, that's that's why you got
1: to get it like right now, like pressure, pressure, more pressure, pressure. Yep. What do people say when you pay a quarterback big money? You better start hitting your draft picks. Yep.
0: Yeah, well, right. Now they don't have it. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, get this. The breaking news was so urgent that it distracted us from just one small game. I think they call it the Super Bowl. Mm. That's what they call it, right, Dave? That is, yes, I think that's what they call number it. Number right? 57, actually. The Super, the super Bowl. <laughs> anyway, when we return, we got to talk about Joe Burrow, who got knocked out and let Patrick Mahomes get to the Super Bowl. We got to talk about the Eagles. We got to talk about the Chiefs. You just don't want to miss what we're talking about when we return. Why are you asking Dave about the Super Bowl Like his team playing? <laughs> Okay, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the game. It's his third time there. Now, keep in mind, he balled last week to get himself there, Mahomes led the NFL passing touchdowns and yards. But on the flip side, Jalen Hurts wasn't too shabby himself. 16 touchdowns, 16 wins, and only one loss on the season. The Eagles have set a NFL record with 38 rushing touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, on the season. I just try to keep stats in my head for y'all in random occasions. Okay. Shady, incredibly impressive runs by both quarterbacks. You played with Patrick Mahomes, but you quite literally bleed Eagles green. You're the Eagles' all-time rushing leader. I say it casually, but that's a huge deal for y'all at home. Mahomes, without Tyreek Hill, gets back to the Super Bowl. Right. Jalen Hurts has one of the best runs we've ever seen out of an Eagles quarterback. 16-1 as a starter. Two blowout playoff wins. Both incredibly impressive runs. But now they meet in the ultimate game of all sports. Whose playoff run was more impressive? Was it Mahomes or was it Hurts? Uh, I don't mean to do this to you. I didn't mean to do this to you. But you are. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. all right, America, let me say I'm the sorry. truth.
3: Keep it real, Shady. I'm going to keep it real. It's a game-time decision. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you talking about Patrick Mahomes beating the Bengals, a complete Bengals team, right, with, with, with three of his starting wide receivers hurt? Then on the defense, starting linebacker out, starting cornerback out, still balling, still beating Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship game, like that's been unbelievable. And then the biggest part, I gotta talk about this with, with the Chiefs. When I got there in, in 2019, they, they, they now the year before that, you know, Pat was going crazy, but everything was vertical, everything was speed, everything's vertical. Then you lose Tyreek Hill, and you still balling, you still winning, you back to the Super Bowl. I, if if somebody told me that the Chiefs would be back in the Super Bowl. I would have said, well, I don't think so. It's a chance. Yeah, of course. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, course. Chris Jones. But I don't see it. You lose Tyreek Hill? Come on. Then with the Eagles. Did, you, did y'all see that first playoff game against uh, um, the Eagles versus the Bucks? Yeah, last year. That was crazy. Jalen Hurst played terrible. Yep. And then you see him this year, 16-1. and one, yeah. He was balling. He looked like a, a whole new person. Yeah. So if you're asking me, Whose run was better? It's a game-time decision. I got – and AJ's going to be mad at me for saying this. He's a He's producer. A producer yeah. But, hey, I, got, I was being honest. It's, it's too hard to pick. Ooh. You know what I'll do? Since you're talking about pressure
0: last segment, I'll put the pressure on them. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me. Y'all tell us. Ooh. Joy, let me come to you on this one. There are obviously no wrong answers, so I will couch it so Joy and Dave do not have to couch it. We love them both. Both incredible quarterbacks. First team, second team, all pro. No wrong answer, but in your humble opinion, who had the more impressive run?
2: I think it's Jalen Hurts because I- – We all expected to see Patrick Mahomes in another Super Bowl in his career. Of course. Maybe we had questions about what their offense would look like without Tyreek Hill, but still expected them to be good and competitive. And it is, after all, Patrick Mahomes. He is, as the children say, him. But Jalen Hurts, we didn't even know if he was going to be a franchise quarterback coming into this mm-hmm. season. There were a lot of questions. I mean, every week there's no questions. Every week, even now. Is it really Jalen? Is it really the team? Oh, he didn't play that well. Maybe it was the defense. He's 16-1 and one as a starter. Only him and Dan Marino are the th- only, to lead, only quarterbacks to lead their team to 16 wins in a season before turning 25 years old. He's in rare air. He was an MVP finalist this year. And we know that because we saw the Eagles without him, and they were terrible. They were bad. The offense did not look the same at all. He's an all-pro. So, to me, to have that kind of turnaround, to take the offseason as seriously as he obviously did, and I think that tells you what kind of a player and competitor yeah, yeah. he is, to come this year and have this run, it's, it's, it really is very impressive. And it validated how good they were during the regular season that they performed the way that they have in the postseason.
1: It's funny. Joy kind of took my breath away when I realized that's where she was going with this. No, people uh, say she does that. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. People do brilliant. say, brilliant. People do brilliant. Say she does me. <laughs> because like before the season, I, it made me realize a little bit of hypocrisy, I guess. Because before the season, I said Jalen Hurts is facing all this pressure because we don't know if he's a franchise guy. He's the only thing in the Eagles' way from making a Super Bowl run. Whereas I, I mean, I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl ahead of time. So I, clearly, I believed in Patrick Mahomes. So. It feels a little hypocritical to say Jalen's got this, that, and the other to prove and still be less impressed. But having said that, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes has carried this team to this point. And it's not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts, but they built this amazing team. I mean, they're the second-best defense in the league. They've got these amazing receivers. they got the best line in football. It's not to say uh, clearly Jalen is a huge, huge part of it. We know that because he missed time. But then you look at Mahomes. Eagles are number two in defense. Chiefs aren't even – I mean, they're, they're, they're not in the same category. They don't have as many – they got Chris Jones. They don't have as many guys all over the defense. They lost their running back. They lost Tyreek Hill. They've got a seventh-round rookie, Isaiah Pacheco, starting for them. He's making do with 18 different receivers. They lose six guys in the, in the AFC championship game. Like, nobody's doing – nobody has done more with less this season than Patrick Mahomes, and that's been the case all year. So – I wish I, I wish I had sat on the fence like you, Shady, because they're both, <laughs> they're both very deserving. But when I just, when you look at what each guy is working with, I, I think it's Patrick. Morris.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you don't knock somebody for having talent around no, them. No, it's not. But what you fault. can do is excessively praise and promote the person who got to the same destination without the talent around him. Immense talent by both of these quarterbacks. Mahomes, first-team All-Pro. Jalen Hurts, second-team All-Pro. They have both been studs. There is no wrong answer. But coming up, we got to end this conversation, get y'all back to the breaking and urgent news of Sean Payton being traded from the New Orleans Saints to the Denver Broncos. The Broncos gave up a first-round pick and a second-round pick. That is a huge deal and a huge haul for a head coach. Next on speed. Go nowhere. What a show we have for y'all. I hope you all are buckled up because it has been moving fast. Sean Payton leaving the New Orleans Saints, going to Denver. I am sorry, Dave Hellman. That is a coach of your dreams, but he gone now. No more Sean Payton in New Orleans. Get this, though. The Denver Broncos have to trade a first-round pick, number 30 overall, and a second-round pick for Sean Payton. Bring us on, Cam. Bring us on, Cam. What's up, family? If you're just now getting here, put your remotes down after turning up the volume. And, Shady, stay for a while. I know I did it in the middle of the show. Probably good. Probably three. Keeping you you on your toes. It's all good. good. (laughs) Okay. It's been that kind of day. The only question that you have to know the answer to: Can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? That's the only question that matters. Like the biggest question in all of pro sports on this day and this moment is not who's going to win the Super Bowl. The biggest question in all of pro sports is: Can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? Yeah. You give up a first round pick and a second round pick to find out, and not to find out to demand. That Russell Wilson be fixed? You traded away two first-round picks and two second-round picks last year for Russell Wilson because you expected that he would come correct. But he didn't come correct. He came faulty. And there ain't no warranties in pro sports, America. If you get a gift from somebody, you might be able to take it back to customer service. A, this quarterback had a crack in it. A, this quarterback was defunct. It's not how it works in pro sports. There is no warranty. So instead of being able to just snap your fingers and let Russell Wilson be fixed, you had to give up another first-round pick and another second-round pick. Shady, when were you drafted? Oh nine. What round? Second. Are you or are you not the Eagles' all-time rushing leader? Easy word. Easy question. So in theory, you're giving up a LaShawn McCoy oh, caliber I mean, talent. Wait, hold, on. Hey. hold on. You're doing it. No, but everybody can't just be. They like- can't be, but they might be. Okay.
2: In theory. There's a chance. In theory. In theory. There could also a be chance. a guy that yeah, plays you could three be, years. You could. You could no doubt about it. a 6 round pick, and it was Tom Brady. No doubt no. about it. But in, in theory. There's like a chance. There's a better chance. There's a, chance there's of a better chance for <laughs> Sean
0: McCoy. Like, okay. I, say, I, I say this to say. Okay, I, I say, say this right. to say. A second-round pick. Yeah. A Very important. It's Like, at home, like, oh, second-round pick. On Madden, a second-round pick. No, no, no. A second-round pick could be a two-time all-pro, all the things. A second-round pick is supposed to be a starter. Yes. Yeah. That's what G- the GM one. say. Yeah. Day one. So, Shady, let me come to you and ask you this question, sir, okay. because you are a second-round pick. You are an Eagles all-time rushing leader. You are a two-time Super Bowl team. You are all of these things. Right. Can Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? Yes. Yes,
3: yes, yes, yes. I think so. If any other coach can do it, it's Sean Payton because he's already done it. I've seen Sean Payton win games with less, right? And, and like a lot of them type of coaches like an Andy Reid, like a Sean Payton, those are, are, are the type of coaches that you really grade. Like how good are you really? Yeah, you can do it with Patrick Mahomes. But can you do it when Patrick Mahomes gets hurt? Yeah. And your backer comes in there and goes 98 yards to score a touchdown in the playoff game. I seen Sean Payton do it, right? James Winston was throwing 30 picks. Listen, when I got to the Bucks, yep. right, I had to learn the offense. So I was, I was watching all the old tape the year before. That's the year. Uh, uh, Jameis James James Wilson he's throwing picks. all these picks. Yeah. I'm like, dang. They're not seeing with the Saints. I'm like, wow, he looks way different. Yeah. Yeah. So my thing is, yes, I think that we got a guy like Russ that can really cook when he's hot, when he's playing. He hasn't, seen, he hasn't shown it this year for whatever reason. Hey, coach. <clears throat> but now you get a guy like Sean Payton that can get it done. So yeah, I'm buying into it. I'm buying a lot of stock and that, and that Russ getting back for Sean Payton. They're going to hey, ride
2: together. You're going to have to buy high. They're going <laughs> to they ride together.
3: They're going to ride together.
0: What was the Broncos' record last year? You recall five, five and 12? Five, five, and 12. five and 12. Sean Payton, the fewest games he's ever won, at least as head coach with the Saints, seven. Seven and nine. Yeah. The most losses he's ever had was nine. Right. That's the most. Sean Payton at his worst. Yeah. On his worst day, it's better than the Broncos were last year. Dave Hellman. Can Sean Payton, who you studied immensely because you were in Louisiana, can he fix Russell Wilson? The timing of this stuff is funny because I bumped
1: into Sean on my way into work yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had so much more to say to him than hello if I had known <laughs> where this was going. Did you yeah. give him a hug? Uh, no, just a cordial. But did you no. want to give him a hug? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, hey, my guy, what's up? Hey, <laughs> I was wearing a New Orleans hoodie at the time, actually, <laughs> side the point. We'll, we'll set. We'll set that aside. Russell Wilson hugs Dave. No, I think I absolutely think Sean Payton can fix Russell Wilson, and I think you have to to gauge that stuff, right? Like, do I expect Russell Wilson to win MVP? No, but yes, I think to Shady's point, yes, I think Sean Payton coaches quarterbacks well. He's turned Jameis Winston into a better quarterback. He helped Drew Brees get to a Hall of Fame level. He's won games and turned Taysom Hill into, like, a multi-year functional football player. Like, this is a coach who knows how to put quarterbacks in a situation to succeed, regardless of their skill set. Because all the guys I just mentioned, I mean, Jameis was a number one overall pick. Taysom Hill was an undrafted free agent who was like, is this guy a tight end a running back? Drew Brees is about as undersized as a quarterback can come, by the way. And that's primarily a big knock on Russell Wilson. Like, oh, how can you throw if you can't see over the line? Well, Drew Brees is thrown for more yards than just about anybody. So, yes, I think Sean Payton can fix him. And also, it doesn't you – know, of course, there's a ton of pressure on Russ, but he doesn't have to do it all himself. The Denver defense is still really, really good. Really, really good. What did we say? Like, we said it a dozen times last year. Like, if they had if scored – like, 19 points a game. If they had scored 20 points a game, they would have won, like, 13 games yeah, this year. So, yeah, yeah. we don't need you to score 40. We need you to average, like,
0: 23 to 25. And, yeah, I think Sean Payton can help Russell Wilson.
2: They averaged 17.
0: Oof. Joy, break it down for us. You've been watching Sean Payton football for as long as Sean Payton was coaching in, in, in New Orleans. You've been watching Russell Wilson football for as long as Russell Wilson has been playing at a high level. Can Payton fix Russ?
2: I think he can. I think the hype is real. Dave can tell you. We think of the Saints as a functioning organization. Which is top of the NFL. Crazy. That wasn't what the Saints were before Sean Payton got there. What were
1: they? About as dysfunctional as a franchise can be. And unsuccessful, by Everybody, the way. What do they call them, the Aints? The Aints. Yeah, the Aints. Saints won their
2: first the playoff
1: eights. game as an organization in the year 2000. Just throwing that out there.
2: Yes. shady. Bad, bad. <laughs> That's bad. And the Broncos were bad, bad this year. Right. Sean Payton came in not not only you know, fixed the organization, which is what the Broncos need, he fixed the quarterback and any quarterback that's come through there. And the offense has, played, has been at a high level since he's, since he's been there. So this is why Sean Payton was sought after the way that he, that he was. This is why he also took, took a beat, enjoyed a year off, and is choosing where he wants to go. And also, I think we all have a very high level of respect for Sean Payton as a coach. And there's a lot of questions about if Russell Wilson can get fixed. But Sean Payton is a very smart man. Yeah. He is not going to risk his reputation and his yes. legacy yes. to go to a situation that he thinks is not fixable. I think it's very telling that he's going there because we all have questions about if Russ is capable. He's not just, I, can, oh, I guess I got the Broncos. He doesn't have to do that. He can pick anywhere he wants to go. And he chose to go to this situation. Now, some of that I think may be because what, like, we're all saying if he mm-hmm. can't fix him, we're going to blame Russ. But there's you know there's pressure on this situation for Sean Payton as well. So I think the fact that he chose this this destination and he's going there knowing that he's not going to have these draft picks to work with, he knows what the whole situation is and, and how much work needs to be done. I think it's telling that Sean Payton feels like this is fixable and I'll trust Sean Payton's decision to go there as well. I
0: think what nobody discusses is Sean Payton being able to work with the quarterback's limitations. Shady, you know this, obviously, because it's kind of that like Not so hidden secret in the NFL. Everybody kind of knew Drew Brees towards the end of his career. Couldn't really throw. But I had teammates of Drew Brees hit my line and be like, bro, you don't understand. Like, it takes Drew Brees a long time just to try to throw a deep ball. I started hearing those murmurs going back to 2013-2014. Why? Because the Saints came to Philadelphia in 13. We played them in the playoff game. Uh, we'd lose to them. Right. And everybody was like, yo, Drew Brees and the cold ain't the same dude. But it didn't matter. Because Sean Payton, as Dave talked about moments ago, moments earlier, he found a way to manipulate the offense to mask Drew Brees' deficiency. Yeah. Russell Wilson right now, at least statistically, is not the same dude. Right. Not the same runner that he once was. But if Sean Payton, can do for Russ, what he did for Breeze, and mask any deficiencies, it doesn't matter if Russ is deficient, because on the field, he'll still be efficient, and that's all that's relevant. Well, coming up, that wasn't the only breaking news. D'Amico Ryans, he led the number one defense for the San Francisco 49ers, my former teammate who hasn't yet texted me back, but it's fine. We're still going to talk about him next. Do we like the decision? D'Amico Ryans to the Texans. Can he make one of the most dysfunctional franchises functional? Next on the I think it's probably we got to get the breaking news. I guess they're, they're prompting me. It is urgent, so it's my fault. D'Amico Ryans, the 49ers defensive coordinator the last two years, is now going to the Houston Texans. Shady, that's your former teammate. That's my former teammate. Do you like the move? It's a six-year deal. Yeah, I love like the it? move. I could tell that he went in there and said, listen,
3: you've hired, you've, you've hired two black coaches before me, and you fired them. So going forward with me, we got to be different. So I want a six-year deal. Oh, how can you make me feel comfortable? I think the, the way they made him feel comfortable is they gave him six years. And uh, just knowing how smart he is, how determined he is, and actually he's a player there. He was a very, very good player there. Trust me, I know. I played against him. <laughs> I do think that he can change that culture around. And, and let's put some respect on our name. Even though the Texans haven't been good for quite some time, yep. the last year or so they do kind of fight. They fight. So you add that fight they got. Now they lose, but they fight. <laughs> you add some draft picks in there, and you, you added a coach. i gave a, a quick – on um, comparison, when, when I was with Buffalo, we had Sean McDermott, right? He was a rookie head coach. He came in there, he changed the whole culture from the lunchroom, from the cafeteria, from, from the janitors. Everybody had this type of respect. Like, we're, we're going to pick up trash. We're, we're going to clean the locker rooms. We're going to play, you know, hard in practice. We're going to have respect for each other. And then the small things like that, it carries over to the practice field, right? Players playing hard. You add some more picks. You develop them. So Sean, Payne, or not Sean, Payne, Sean um, McDermott. McDermott, he really developed the culture of, of the Bills. And you see where they are now. It takes time, but when it's rocking, it's rocking. And I do think that he could do the same thing like Sean McDermott did in Buffalo
0: for the Texans. If anybody can do it, it will be D'Amico Ryans. I guess we're on the show to pr- speak of personal stories. I got to spend every day with D'Amico Ryans for roughly two years in the linebacker meeting room. Literally every day. I would sit on the far left. He would sit on the far right. Um, I was a guy who was basically designated to help him be better. If he wanted to take a rep off, I'm going in. If he want to take a he going in. Um, what do I know about D'Amico Ryans? D'Amico Ryans is the best leader of men I've ever been around. For sure. Every single day at practice, D'Amico Ryans brought it. I know he'll bring that to Houston. What do I know about D'Amico Ryans? D'Amico Ryans, incredibly self-sacrificial. D'Amico Ryans, if you wanted to stay late and watch film, he would stay late and watch film with you. What do I know about D'Amico Ryans? D'Amico Ryans loves the city of Houston. We were in Philly at the time, but he would tell me stories about Houston. The highs, the lows, the good, the bad. What do I know about D'Amico Ryans? D'Amico Ryans can and will empathize with players. I remember after I got cut by the Philadelphia Eagles, D'Amico Ryans was typically my first call, and D'Amico Ryans would continue to encourage me to keep my head up. What do I know about D'Amico Ryans? He knows the game of football inside and out. I considered myself one of the more cerebral players, and D'Amico Ryans could run laps around my football IQ, and we saw that with him being a phenomenal defensive coordinator. D'Amico Ryans, if anybody can fix Houston, it will be him. Joy Taylor, you have some great thoughts on this. Give them to the viewer. D'Amico Ryans to Houston. You love it. You like it. Where are you?
2: I love it. I love that it's a six-year deal. I love that he has history in Houston. I liked what Houston was doing last year. Shady said it. They fought last year. They weren't a good team. Nobody had expectations of the Texans last year, but they pushed everybody to the point where it was like, Cotton, this is going to be a serious game. Don't you better, you, better, not, you yeah. better not relax and mess around and lose to Houston. And he has a long runway there. Outside of the, you know, the equity that he has with the city from being a player there, the six-year deal, the fact that he loves Houston – He also has a ton of draft picks. First of all, they have the second overall pick. They don't have the number one overall pick, but they have the second overall pick. So they're going to get a quarterback in this year's draft. Then they have another first from Cleveland, a second, two thirds, a fourth, a fifth, and four sixth round picks. That's just this year. Then next year, they have nine overall picks, including a first and a fourth from the Browns. So he has a long runway to build, and he has a ton of draft picks to do it with. So he can start building the culture here and actually put his imprint, put his handprint on what this Houston Texans team is going to look like. He's, he's not really coming in. Some people would look at it as a bad situation that he's not coming in with a bunch of stars. And yes, obviously, it's ideal to come into a situation that has some things established. But those jobs don't always become available. And in this situation, he has a long runway to build with, and he has a lot of draft picks to build with, and he can truly create the culture, and bring in the type of players that he wants to bring in in Houston.
0: Dave, I'm going to take us to break because when we return, I want to hear your thoughts on who is in a better situation, D'Amico Ryans or Sean Payton. It's the breaking news of the day. We've been on it all day for you, the viewer. D'Amico Ryans, Sean Payton, D'Amico to Houston, Payton to Denver. When we return, we'll discuss who's in a better situation. Do not go anywhere, but maybe the bathroom if you have to. I guess. We'll tell you all about the off-camera conversation later because I have to interrupt it for the urgent news. Sean Payton to the Broncos, D'Amico Ryans to the Texans. It is the news of the day, and we've tried to serve you all by giving you all the details about it. But, Dave, now's the more intriguing question of it all. Who's in a better situation, man? Is it Payton to to Denver? Is it D'Amico to Houston? Where you at? With all due respect to
1: our colleague, Sean, I think it's D'Amico Ryans in Houston, honestly. And Joy was outlining this in the last segment. I just – give me the choice – between making it work with things that are already there that weren't as good or just building my own thing. Maybe it's because I'm a draft nerd, but I love that idea. Like we know he's going to be there for a while. Again, D'Amico got a six-year deal. This isn't a situation where Houston's going to throw him out after a year. They've got all these picks that he can mold this roster in whatever way he wants. They're going to pick five times in the first two, three rounds of the draft this year. They got two first-round picks next year. There's so many ways you can go with this. There's so many blueprints. Houston could go get their quarterback, whether that's Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. If you don't know those names, learn them now. Or consider this when you're in a rebuild like Houston is, you could save the quarterback for later. How does Will Anderson on the Texans defense sound? Bama edge rusher. Again, learn that name. They already drafted Derek Stingley to be one cornerback. You don't think D'Amico Ryans would use the number 12 overall pick in the draft to go get a great cornerback like Akili Ringo out of Georgia? You could build this defense into something fierce in not a lot of time. You could go get your franchise quarterback. There's already a couple pieces there that you're excited about, Damian Pierce. Mm -hmm, Laramie Tunzel is one of the best tackles in football that we don't talk about because he plays for Houston. They have the resources to make this a nice roster very quickly. They could do it on defense, which we know is D'Amico's specialty. They could get their quarterback. That's just fun to me. Whereas, again, the great unknown with Denver is can you fix Russell Wilson? And while I think Sean Payton can, that's still kind of scary. That's a lot (laughs) scarier than just having a million draft picks. We don't have a
0: lot of time. Let me offer my opinion. I would say Sean Payton is in a better situation because I would rather have to work with and get to work with Russell Wilson, then bank on C.J. Stroud or bank on Bryce Young. Like Dave Hellman said, if you do not know those names, learn them immediately. Bryce Young won the Heisman Trophy not this past year, the season before. C.J. Stroud, a back-to-back Heisman finalist. Mm -hmm. I would rather get the opportunity to fix Russell Wilson. You live and die by the quarterback. We're talking about Super Bowls right now. That's what is on our mind. Well, we know that the Chiefs roster is not a top three, five, maybe seven roster in football, but they have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Russell Wilson, year after year, kept the Seattle Seahawks Ooh, in contention, of, yeah, not true. because their roster was great, but from 2017 to 2020, the Seahawks were competitive because Russell Wilson was great. Yeah. So I didn't got to worry about autumn picks. If Russell Wilson is great, uh-huh. the Denver Broncos will be good. Shady said it earlier, they have all the pieces you need to have on defense. Now the question is, can Russell Wilson be great? Sean Payton, we appreciated you as a colleague but we'll be able to watch you succeed as a coach. That's it for us, thanks for hanging. Race Congrats, Hub coach. is next, see you next